we recording? Yes. Are you recording? Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. For legal reasons, I have to let you know that we are recording, and we have been for the last 31 minutes. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, let's start. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Andy. Hey, now. And Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? This is episode 267, Funding Fun. Fun, yeah. All right. Let's what have kind some of fun, fun here. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, so let's check in with everyone's week. Who would like to go first? Uh, I can go first, since I probably did the least out of the two of you. I got the 470 finally back together. Um, and it's still kind of not right. I need to tear apart the head to kind of see what's going on with it. Uh, it's got kind of, I did a number on that one, huh? Oh yeah. I mean, (laughs) I I thought you got the worst end of the stick. Nope. That was me. Wasn't that the one that wasn't right when he brought it to chill out and you guys worked on it? We fixed it. Yeah, we fixed it, then we broke it. (laughs) I'm detecting a pattern. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) <laughs> no it's just you know it wasn't quite flying right i wasn't really was sure that. why <laughs> got it tuned up got it flying it was flying great and then you know combat happened <laughs> yeah you know what the cure was for mine i just didn't bother trying to refix it yet it's still sitting in the box so <laughs> yeah, you know i don't know the damage of it, it he'll fix really it the weekend point. before the next chill out yeah no, the fall, right? Yeah, the fall, <laughs> the fall pool. Event. Yep. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm not sure what's going on with it. Um, haven't really gotten to really mess with it, considering it's been raining pretty much all week. It's either been, you know, just pouring down rain, or it's been windy as hell. I mean, so it's just, I just didn't even bother with it. I I put two flights in. They were kind of sketchy just from the, you know, the head bobbling. I was just messing around with some of the settings to see if maybe I can, you know, mess with the gains a little bit to try to figure out maybe, you know, something was off, but it's just, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and you know, like look through the bearings, try different, uh, try different grips on it, you know, see if maybe that might help it. Cause I mean, obviously it, it's got a bobble. There's something mechanical. Usually, probably should check first. Yeah, especially uh, since it was flying fine before that, before the crash. You know. Oh yeah. So. Definitely. I ordered some servos for the for the you know, Goblin 423 blade. So I should have those coming. You know, probably sometime before the weekend. Hopefully. What you um, get? I ordered a set of KST servos. Figure cool. I go ahead. Figure I go ahead and try those out. Yeah, uh, I know. I know Keith never had any issues, and he was just kind of pushing me. He's like, "Dude, you know, stop." Yeah, you know, the price like, is good too. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I mean, for yeah, the cyclic servos alone, that's like you know what three hundred. Uh, that's like a hundred and fifteen dollars. So I mean, definitely uh, not bad. And I think the tail servo alone. I mean, it takes like a like a mini. Like it's one hundred fifteen for uh, micro. The cyclics, uh, yeah, they're the micros. 
and uh, the tail servo is a MIDI size, and mm-hmm. that is 65. So, and I ended up ordering a uh, aluminum case for the Neo. So nice. Got all those coming. I think the only thing I have to order left to get for the 420 is a uh, motor, and then I'm going to get a couple of pulleys. I'm going to get the 19 tooth pulley. And then the twenty, just to kind of play around with the head speeds on it. Mm-hmm. What 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 what's your target head speeds? What do you want to hit on that? Uh, so what are you running? Three three eighties. Uh, I'm running three sixties on it. Um, uh, I'll have to look up on the calculator. I know it had to be like it was those two pulleys that were going to be at least somewhat ideal. Uh, I'm going to be running a uh, Castle Talon ninety in it. Hey Ian. Yo. Feel free to go back and check out episode 260, What Grinds My Gears. You'll know exactly <laughs> yeah. which pulley to put on I there. I know. Uh-huh. Oh, I know. I mean, I've got the calculator. It's just been a minute since I looked it up. He's like, do you expect me to do math? <laughs> oh, that was my worst subject in school. Come on. No, uh, no, I just hadn't looked up what pulley it was, and what target head speeds I needed for it. You know, it's been a minute. And I knew that the two pulleys that I really needed to look at was the 19 and the 20. And I had to, uh, I ended up going with the, the clone uh, pulley for the tail. I've got an 18 tooth uh, pulley from the, the fast devil for the tail. Cause it need the tail needed speeded up. So um, I'm going with, I can't even remember the numbers for uh, what motor it is. Uh, let me look it up. That's cool. We don't have to get that deep into it. <laughs> oh, yeah. But um, did uh, Sim and Discord on Friday. That was a lot of fun. Uh, I don't think I actually simmed for a good you know two or three weeks. And shook out the cobwebs and continued working on more of the, the half heroes and I started working on uh, uh, doing the stir to try to make it, you know, from a half pyro to actually doing a full pyro flip. Nice. They're sketchy. They're ugly, but at least uh-huh. I'm kind of getting my foot in the door on that. Yeah. Uh, and of course, you know, the usual suspects were in there, you know, but as far as that, that has literally been my, my weekend in a nutshell. Awesome. Cool. Um, you want to go next or shall I? I'll go next. Okay. So you know how last week I said I was going to be busy working and wouldn't be able to uh-huh. do any flying? Yeah, give me a catch-up week. Uh-huh. Yeah, I lied. <sighs> I got 17 Dang flights it. last week on the raw. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. So that deserves 17 raw. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, awesome. Yeah, it just worked out. Like uh, I had a you know a couple minutes here and a couple minutes there, and you know got a couple. What I do got like four on Wednesday, two on Thursday, two on Friday, five on Saturday, and four more on Sunday. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. So. Anyway, having fun with that. And uh, did the sim on Friday. Got on Discord with the guys. Had a good discussion. We had a a new person show up. 
Mr. Javier from the Skids Up podcast. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. So talk to him for a minute. Um, poor Javier. Why? I feel so bad for him because so right before he gets on, we're talking with uh, Brandon. We're diagnosing an ESC shutdown problem, mm-hmm. right? Javier gets on. We talked to him for a few minutes. The conversation, the guys were talking about diesel engines on trucks. Okay. And I don't know, five minutes of that, Javier bailed. And then two minutes after that, we were talking about building gaming PCs and trying to get graphics cards and, you know, for Mm -hmm. doing the CM and VR and all the stuff he's interested in. Yeah. But he bailed through the diesel engine discussion. So I was like, oh, man, if you just hung in a little bit longer, it would circle back around to something you'd be into. Yep. It always does. Yeah. And you can't, you know, I don't feel like I want to steer the conversation. It's just, you know, guys hanging out. So, you know, it goes here, it goes there, whatever. But I kind of felt bad because I was just getting ready to say, hey, Javier, you know, ask him a question. I looked over at my screen and he had left. I was like, oh, man. (laughs) So, anyway, that's kind of funny. Uh, let's see. I ordered and received another set of batteries for our review. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Some of the... Nice. Um, well, are we... Have we talked about the packs that we've gotten for the review yet? I can't remember. I don't think so. Seemed like you were vague about it. Yeah. All right. Well, so I'm not going to say. There's some inexpensive packs (laughs) that people are using. I I would say bargain. Yeah, they're they're bargain packs, and I I wanted to throw those in there. So I think it was actually Steve's idea, which it was a good idea, Steve, so thank you. Mm -hmm. thought we'd throw those in there as a value option, see how they hold up to the more expensive stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we have a pretty big range now, right? Yeah, now we have, see, I have two sets. You have three different sets, all different brands. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So should be a good, I'm I'm. Excited about it. Should be good info, yeah. good results. Yeah, interesting to see what will come out of this, right? Right. Because you never know. Do you do you get what you pay for or mm-hmm. do you pay less, get more? Do you Yeah. What's what? It's very yeah. interesting. I'll just leave it at that. Yep. yep. Cool. Uh so that's all I've been up to. What about you, Steve? So kind of talking about the the battery stuff. Um, been using my charger a heck of a lot now. Right. I've been cycling these, um, you know, these three 12S packs, mm-hmm. um, you know, to get three braking cycles on the charger, right? Right. Um, I'm not doing parallel. I'm doing single channel, single battery. So, like, I mean, that's a lot of charging and discharging of, you know, 6S pack. So, um, so that's kind of been <laughs> filling my, like, workday week. Right. Kind of going back and forth in the garage, checking packs and, and making sure, switching them out and stuff. So, uh, Friday after work, though, I did get a chance to go fly in the backyard. Nice. And I'm happy to say I flew the M1. I got the M1 fixed. So I was flying that. And it survived three flights. I don't believe it. I know, right? Wow. I don't even believe it. And I'm saying <laughs> it. You know? It wow. was It was nice. It was quite impressive. And... I don't know. It just 
what I decided was like, I need to kind of get back to basics. So I was doing a lot of hovering, a lot of pirouetting, um, hovers. Yeah. Uh, and basically, I just started pirouetting the whole time. Like, I just kept the left rudder going and tried to move the heli, try to keep it right. pirouetting. And I don't know. I started doing it inverted too. And I was like, okay, I'm sort Sweet. of getting this. Sweet. But, um, yeah. That's yeah, great so, practice. Yeah. And that's the thing, though. Like, I had such a good practice. I got so, like, hyped about it. I had a, you know, like, towards the last battery, I had some pretty cool, like, Oh, that was fun. Oh, that looked cool. You know, like moments when I'm doing maneuvers and I'm using the space. That's right. the biggest difference that I noticed. With the M1, I'm, you know, I kind of know the boundaries of, of my backyard now, but I'm like utilizing it more, which, you know, it's great because that makes me want to go to the field and utilize more of the field, at, at, you know, when I, right. when I fly the big stuff. So, yeah, so that was, that was really fun. And I was, you know, <laughs> quite surprised at myself really yeah. that I didn't just nice. you know dump it after the first pack um let's see so I flew this Sunday just talking about flying um I didn't get as many flights as you but I did notice one thing I we get about the same number of flights mm -hmm. per day you just have like four or five more days of flight than I did <laughs> right yeah, so I did yeah, I did true. I did four on the raw I did two on um one of the new batteries that I'm testing, that we're testing, and then I did two on some baseline. I had two 6S uh, 4500s I was using um, that I've had for a while. And I don't know. Like I was flying with the M1, I was flying a lot more, using a lot more space, mm -hmm. more fluidly, you know? Like, and so it felt good. I really enjoyed it. Even though it was kind of windy out and it was a little bit chilly out, it wasn't really the best weather day. But yeah, the raw's flying good. I'm having fun with it. Um, I did bring the black nitro out, and I did get a flight on that, and that was cool. Um, I don't know what happened, but it kind of wobbled on the way down of end of the flight, mm -hmm. and you know, I filled it back up, and I spooled, I started spooling it, but it was wobbling like crazy. I'm like, ooh, something's not right. You know, throttle hold, like, you know, get the head speed down. <laughs> and I look, and one of my blade grip arms was bent. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that happened. Yeah. I don't know if I hit the ground maybe with the, you know, blades. I didn't really see any dirt or any, you know, grass stains or anything on the blades. So I didn't think I hit the ground, but. I don't know how you did that. You I sent me a picture it. and I was yeah, like dumbfounded. I've never yeah, seen yeah. one bent like that. That wasn't yeah. a crash. Yeah. And I'm telling you, like, I could show you the tips of the blades. There's no, like, discoloring or nothing. You know, they're switches. They're big white That's blades. Weird. You know? Yeah, I don't know, but so I'll have to. So I did order some parts, um, and I ordered some other parts. I've been I've been kind of on this ordering spree again. <laughs> <laughs> so I did order um, the orange canopy set for the raw. The I guess the canopy and the sticker set for the raw. Mm -hmm. And what else did I get? Oh, I got the the you know the broken arm. Um, that I have to replace. Also got two sets of the twenty-six millimeter um, arms for the the raw and my um, my Kraken. Mm -hmm. And I got two sets of the twenty-four for the five eighties. Nice. And I got the gear in for the five eighty nitro to um, bump the blades to six hundreds. Mm -hmm. So that's on the bench soon to be um, 
upgraded. So, but yeah. Sweet. I'm trying to think. Is that it? Yeah. I think that's it. That reminds me. I got the 26 millimeter arms for mine. Nice. Put them on. I also got another battery tray so I could have three batteries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. I guess let's roll into the main topic. Let's do it. Yeah. Funding the fun. So, what are we talking about here, huh? Coke and hookers. I mean, I guess that's one way to fund the hobby. <laughs> it's a diff- oh, wait, wait. different kind of hobby. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, what are we talking about? Credit, cash, you know, we got different categories here we can M- talk about. Money. Yeah, money. It's been money. it's been like two years <laughs> since you tricked me into talking about finances, <laughs> so I'm I'm kind of forgot, so I guess we can do it again. Yes. I was yes, traumatized after that. <laughs> A little look behind our finances as far as how do we afford the hobby, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, you know, I do I do live on quite a bit of rotating credit, you know, mm-hmm. and the hobby has this allocation in it, but I'm pr- I try to be as smart as possible about it. You know, I do use credit. Um, so let's go off the list here. PayPal credit. Who does that? You guys do that? I don't think I've ever used that. I used uh, to. Uh, I've never used it. I hear it's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, if they still have it, I don't even know because it's been a while since I've used PayPal credit. Um, but they used to have like, if it's over a certain amount, you have like six months interest free. Right. If they still have that, that's a great deal. I mean, you know. Yeah, any of those deals that are interest free for a certain mm-hmm. time are, are usually okay, assuming you read the fine print. Yeah. You just absolutely have to be sure you pay it on time. Because <laughs> usually, I don't know about the PayPal credit, but I know some of them will be like interest free for six months. But if you yeah. if you don't pay it down 100% at that six months and then you, you get kicked for all the interest for that interest, six months. All of it. Yeah. And yes. it's usually a fairly high rate. Yeah. So you got to be careful with that. Yep. You don't want to get a surprise. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, if you can pay it off in that six month interest free, I say, yeah, why not go for it? You know, right. Don't, don't budget. Like if your budget for the hobby, let's say it's like a hundred bucks a paycheck and you get paid twice a month, you know, like know that like your payment can not be more than 200 bucks. So you can, you know, yeah. unless you have some cash saved up in your bank, right. That you can like down payment it. Right. Yeah. And I, I would advise I mean, any of this stuff with the hobby, it's not a necessity. So mm-hmm. be careful yeah. with that. You know, yeah. if you have an appliance breaks and you got or an un and car yeah, breaks down or front, something, right? you, you got to be. You, yeah, you can't be running that tight, or else you'll have a unexpected expense, and then mm-hmm. it just starts snowballing after that. Once you can't pay one thing. Yeah, yeah. Try not to get sure. in that situation, at least over hobby stuff. It's not worth it. Yeah. Man, I should listen to our our own advice, huh? <laughs> yeah. This is another one of those do what we say, don't do what we do. Yes. <laughs> be smart, not like us. But yeah, be don't smart. be don't be like us. We're stupid. <laughs> uh all right. Um, let's see here. Affirm. Who uses affirm? 
I think I used that once a couple years ago. I bought a bunch of shit like at Christmas time. And I think I, I seem like I remember stretching something out over a couple months just to make it a little easier to deal with. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, I can't remember. I'm sure I paid a little bit more than just paying straight out, but I don't, I can't remember. Have you ever used it? I use a firm a lot. Okay. Yeah. I, I do most of my purchases through a firm. Okay. Um, I don't like using my credit cards anymore or my bank account cards, not mm-hmm. like directly with places. Mm-hmm. I'd rather do them through PayPal or through a firm, mm-hmm. um, you know, through like a third party. It, um, I like a firm because it forces you to pay at a certain pace. Like it's not like a credit card where you can, you know, and we'll talk about credit cards next that you can like do this minimal balance shit. Like right, right. they don't allow that. It's, you know, you pick your terms, you know, three months, six months, 12 months, and they tell you upfront what you're going to pay and what, how much you can pay in interest. And I like that. Like, I'm going to use a credit card. If I, you know, if I didn't use a firm, I would probably use a credit card, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or my debit card and stuff. And I do buy things outright sometimes. But like for big ticket items, I usually put on credit just so I can span it over, you know, three months, six months. Right. Um, and, but that's the thing, though. It's, I, I try to be honest with myself and try to keep it limited to three to six months to pay it off. So if it's like a $1,000 thing, you know, like the raw, I put the raw on, um, on the firm. Mm-hmm. And I just picked six months. And I was like, okay, I'm going to pay this off in six months, you know? And what I actually do is every time I get paid, I have a certain amount of money set aside for the hobby. And I pick my firm purchases, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, that are all hobby. Like, you know, one one is a battery pack from HeliDirect, you know, or whatever. And so what I do is I'll just look, okay, I'll pay 100 here, 300 here, or 100 here, and like call it. Okay, that's my hobby paid off, right? Right. And then the next month, you know, and then I'll pay off the things and I'll, I'll buy other things. I try to limit myself to like only two to three items. And like I said, I got to be able to afford it per paycheck enough to pay it all off in six months mm-hmm. or faster. So, I mean, that's just kind of my trick on how I use it or my perspective that it gives me flexibility of paying something that's a thousand dollars over six months right you know or even 12 months right like 12 months it's it ends up being like 80 bucks a a month Mm -hmm. that's not bad but you got to understand 12 months is 12 months um what have you ever like what does it usually cost you to do that it's usually like I think for it depends on the period right and like 12 months you pay more interest six months less three is even less lesser than that I think when I do six months for like a thousand, it's you pay like eighty bucks interest. I think over okay. the twelve months, it's all there. And like, so what percentage like APR? What you're gonna or pay? Something. I don't know. I think it's like yeah, eight or twelve or yeah. something like that. Okay. But they they're all upfront about it, right, and I don't right, want right. to try to like I'm not trying to sell for money right now. But right, just, sure. you know, the way I use it, I think <clears throat> it works for me. So I guess we should. We should know any service really. Uh-huh. You, you definitely need to look at. You need to read the fine print, read yes, the you need to user know agreement, and all that yes. kind of stuff. Yeah, let's at the very least the interest rate. Right. What mm-hmm. happens if you miss a payment? What happens if you you know yeah. um you know when you default In, like that? Yeah. Inform yourself. You know? Yes, before you get into this this credit world of um 
trapdoors and like mm-hmm. <laughs> never seen the end of it really right for some some folks it can get like that and it has for me many times mm-hmm. to get myself out of it but i always find myself back in it i guess <laughs> right god damn always got to release that new helicopter <laughs> yep so um ian do you use your firmware at all uh i do not um uh... I've tried doing it. I don't think my credit is good enough for either one. I mean, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not good, but it's not horrible as far as my credit. So I don't think it's really enough, but I've always just really heavy, heavily budgeted myself. Um, it's like when I was working in, uh, nursing, I would, you know, on my paychecks, you know, I was, you know, reserve back like a couple hundred bucks here and there on my paychecks yeah. and everything. So if I crashed or needed to get something cause I was building something, I would either set the money back and then I was still doing DoorDash as a side hustle then. So I, I always called, you know, my side hustle, you know, parts money, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I, I've always done everything outright. Make it, you know, if I don't have the money for it, um, I just, you know, just say, you know, I'll just get it later on. I don't need it like mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, yeah, you're doing yeah, it the right way. That's the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. It really is. I mean, really, if you don't have the money in hand, you technically shouldn't be buying things like mm-hmm. this, you know. Yep. Not to say that we don't do it because we're stupid and impulsive oh, and got to have I'm the new stupid. shiny thing, but you really mm-hmm. shouldn't. Yep. Exactly. I mean, that that's just the way I've been doing it ever since I first got into the hobby. I mean... I mean, here and there, uh, if there was like maybe one little uh, part that I needed that, you know, you know, how should I say it, uh, where I had the money for it and everything. And it was just like, I didn't have to like place a big giant order. I would always get it from like either eBay or just go ahead and pay the shipping for, you know, whatever hobby shop I ordered it from. And a lot of times it wasn't really much. Uh-huh. but it's like a lot of times you know if i got the you know few bucks that i could spend you know to get something that i did that i needed i'll just go ahead and get it whatever yeah yeah i'm really bad i'm too impulsive mm-hmm. i pull the trigger way too easily on a lot of these things <laughs> yeah hair trigger shopper uh-huh. yeah i don't know this whole window shopping thing i just see and i buy yeah i don't know about this like window shopping thing that people do it's bad. I'm spoiled. Yeah, just a little. Yeah. <laughs> I won't lie. I know. You know, but it drives me to work harder, drives me to work smarter, you know, make more money. Mm-hmm. So, um, talking about making money to pay these off, credit cards. Ooh. Yep. Yeah, they're great. No, they're the worst. Credit cards are the worst way of borrowing money, in my opinion. I mean, Second to Loan Shark, I guess, you know, get your knees for, you know, beat up for it. Yeah. <laughs> See, I use credit cards for everything. Mm-hmm. But Does I that include a debit my... card? No, I don't use a debit card for anything. Okay. I don't even know if I have one. I buy everything with credit cards, but I rarely carry a balance. Mm-hmm. So I usually pay it off. I mean, I have. Yeah. Um, you know, went three months, six months or something. Yeah. But Buy something big. And I know it's gonna pay you know, it's gonna cost me, but I've I've never ever paid the minimum minimum payment. 
it's always been, you know, a thousand dollars or 500 or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. A big chunk of it. Yeah. And I try to pay it down every month. I, I'm, and I have been for a while. I racked up some debt when I was going through the separation and stuff like that with my ex-wife that, you know, was stupid, but I just got in the hobby. So I had to have, you know, that's when I spent well, six, seven, eight thousand dollars at a main hobbies in one year. <laughs> yeah. You know, but that's not a smart way to do it. But I buy, nope. you know, groceries, gas, hobby stuff. Uh, the PayPal's tied to the credit card. I just use the credit card for everything. Yeah. Do you guys tie your bank account with PayPal? I do. No. Well, I do. I have a, like a small savings account. Okay. I was always worried about somehow getting. That's one thing I really like about the credit cards. You know, I've had the number it's stolen. Protection. It's protection. Yep. The number, like buying online and stuff. Of course, now I use PayPal a lot. But before that, the credit card, you know, your number gets stolen. Yep. And it's always been from some kind of some sort of online dealer or something. And yeah. there'll be all these charges in the bank. You know, I've never had to pay a penny for any of that ever. So that's that's the part I really like about them. So they're not yep. so bad as long as you don't start racking debt, racking up debt. You know, if you yeah. you spend five hundred dollars this month on whatever, and you pay that off that month, it it doesn't really cost you anything. Nope. It gives you. I mean, it's 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 some work, right? Like you have to have it hooked up to your bank, and you have to pay it and all this stuff, and make a payment, or but. It's protection, right? Right. right? It protects your money, protects your And my identity. cards are through the bank, and it's through the right. app, so I really only have yeah. to click a couple buttons. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, if you, if you spend $500 a month on your credit card, you know, every month or something, and you're only paying $50 on that, then yeah. you can get in really bad shape really quickly. So yeah. you kind of have to self-discipline as far as that goes. Yep. Um, yeah, you can't you can't get stuck paying minimal balances, even double it. You have to like make a considerable chunk. Yeah. For it to be worth it, the yep. amount of interest that racks up on on the way they do the interest is, mm-hmm. it's just, it is a death trap. Right, and and some are better than others. I mean, mine mm-hmm. luckily aren't very bad. I think they're fifteen percent or something. Yeah. So I mean, it's. It's still, I know if I'm carrying a couple thousand dollars over a month or two for some reason that, you know, it's going to cost me hundred yeah. bucks, 150 bucks or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm okay with that, you know? Yep. Um, cool. So Ian's favorite, just straight up cash. Cash is king. Show me that money. Right. Yep. Exactly. Um, yeah. That really is the best way. I'm one of the few know? people I know that still like carries cash, handles cash. Yeah, I like yeah. paying with cash. Really, and I'll throw this out here: I just learned recently you can put cash in your PayPal account. It just costs you like four dollars, so I can put five hundred dollars of cash straight in your PayPal for a four dollar fee. Hmm. Do you know you could do that? No, I oh, did yeah. 
Yeah, lots of stores like Dollar Generals and grocery stores and just mm-hmm. all kinds of places. Yeah. You, you click it through the app on your phone. They just scan the, the barcode and you hand them cash and it shows up in your PayPal 15 minutes. It's actually oh, pretty wow. sweet. <laughs> I did not know that. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty smart. Yeah, see, oh. I've uh, I've loaded sure. actual cash onto my card, or I just link it over from my bank account. Shoot, every you know POS system should let you pay off credit cards through their machine too. That way, yeah, I'm looking at it. Walmart's only three dollars. Uh, CVS, Dollar General, Walgreens, Bilo, Casey's, Dwayne Reed, Family okay. Dollar, GameStop. Oh, wow, I mean, places. just a there's a list of like a whole shitload of places. Yeah, that's cool. And it's like three ninety five. So, I mean, that would suck if you're putting $20 in there, but, you know, if you put a big several hundred dollars, you know, $4 ain't a big deal. Yeah. I like that. That way, because I get a little cash here and there for some stuff, so I like to be Mm -hmm. able to stick that in the PayPal, um, you know, to buy hobby stuff with. Yeah, right. Especially if you're like, you know, you sell a servo to your friends or something, you know, Mm -hmm. and you have cash. Yep. It's great. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, anything else about cash can we talk about? Mm, nothing else is coming to mind. Don't lose Other that. Than, uh, yeah, cash talks, bullshit worst. walks. Um, all right. Yes, that's true too. Selling <laughs> and trading. Let's talk about a little bit of that. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, trying to find 60- something new, right? Like you might want to what? Sell an old helicopter, right? Mm-hmm. Sell an old airframe. You know what about trading? Have you guys done any trading like heli for heli? I haven't. I have not done that. I don't really sell a lot either. I hate selling things. So what do you do with all your old stuff? Uh, I pile it up. I imagine it's like big pile in the back left corner of his barn. Uh huh. <laughs> It's just boxes and boxes and boxes of helicopters. It's all that shit we talked it. about last week that we've hoarded up. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, I, see, I, I, could sell, the- I could sell a lot of that. It's just, it's like, oh, I might need that. It's like, well, I should sell it. I'm never going to need it. But then I'm like, hell, oh, I mean, it's only worth 20 bucks. And I got to deal with shipping it and this and that. I'm like, eh, whatever. Or you can just throw it in the river. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. I throw it in the river. Beans <laughs> <laughs> in the river. I got it. It's mine. I call it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, I've um, sold when I uh, when I started taking uh, my six thirty apart. I ended mm-hmm. up like selling the servos off of it and actually turned around, bought a different set of servos. Um, there's, uh, I don't know. I think I'm probably not as bad as Andy, but coming close. But I've got a lot of shit downstairs I need to sell. Yeah, it's smart to sell and trade and stuff. You know, I I'm just saying. I don't because I'm weird, but you should. Andy, Andy has letting go problems. Well, that, I, I, and I just don't like dealing with it. I'm always afraid somebody will get something, even though I sell it at a hell of a price, and they're going to have a problem, and they're going to be oh, bitching and, and bitch complaining. It. And yeah. It's sometimes just not worth the trouble. Well, it's like selling a car. You put as is, they shouldn't come back on you. Yeah, well, that doesn't always work. Oh, uh, yeah, true. 
I mean, I know like quite a few people that would actually, you know, just take all their electronics off an airframe and then turn around, and sell the airframe, and then helps fund the next thing they decide to work on too. Oh yeah, I mean that's yeah. that's a very I've common done that practice. Many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done a trade before. I've I've swapped airframes for a new airframe. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's one thing I haven't done. Usually, because like when I want a new one, I just buy the new one, and then. Uh-huh say well i'll sell the old one and then sometimes i do i mean i have sold stuff especially airframes right but i rarely try to sell or trade something before i get the new one much like you i'm spoiled steve mm-hmm. yep <laughs> um hmm. yeah i mean I've, i remember selling stuff fun more earlier in the day when like i guess back when i first bought my like Goblin 380s and stuff. Yeah, did, when you first got the hobby, did you try to like, okay, I'm not going to spend much money. I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to budget, budget and I'm going to sell this before I buy the new one. Yeah, like I'm only going to have this many helicopters. I tried really hard to do that for a while. Now I just don't give a shit. It's like, I want that one. I don't care what, you know. I won't say <laughs> I don't care what it costs, but, you know. You've accepted. That's I've all. just, it's like, it is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> I, I might eat macaroni and hot dogs for a month, but by God, I'm going to have that. Whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bologna sandwiches. <laughs> ramen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whatever Nothing it takes. Wrong with bologna, ramen, you know. Nope. I'm a very simple person when it comes to food. I don't have to go have fancy dinners. Yeah. Um, all right, let's talk about <clears throat> when the new kit is announced. You're like, oh, man, I need to get it. Mm-hmm. So how am I going to fund this? How am I going to pay for this, huh? What do you, how do you guys approach something like that? 69th and Main. Okay. So you, you're part of, you're back to selling. Okay, I see. You're selling your body. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, no, I just save up and spend wisely. So you budget. So you do what yeah. we're telling people to do. You're actually living the dream. <laughs> somewhat, somewhat. I wish I could have more, but yes, uh, my wallet says otherwise. Yeah, you and know, you're I, smart about it. I you never really thought uh, I could say Ian is smarter than than us, I but know, right? uh, it's looking that way. I think it he's sure got his beat in this category. Mm-hmm. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> I, I like to say I'm smarter sometimes, but. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> sometimes I do. Sometimes I do bust out of that, out of the the budget range a, a little too much. Yeah. Um. Yeah. For me, it's just uh. Oh shit! I gotta pay by a firm off because I gotta put another one on. There. Right. <laughs> so I'll like quickly pay off as much as I can. You know. I don't know. I, I'm blessed that I, I make decent money that I can kind of like, if I have to, I can kind of throw a couple hundred bucks at, at something, you know, mm-hmm. um, to pay it off quicker or whatever. So, I mean, that's kind of what I do. I just try to limit the amount of things I have to pay back, right? Right. So I try to keep that budget, I guess, a big picture budget, right? Like what I can pay off in six months. Yeah. Total amount. So. Yeah. I'm much of the same. I don't really budget. Like, I kind of in my mind's you know, think no, what's right, right? <laughs> like, you know, what, I'm gonna, you know, not spend more than so much a month or something. And if I know there's a new 
kit or something coming out that I want, I'll, you know, try not to buy a bunch of other shit leading up to that. But I don't really like have an account where I budget or save or put so much aside per month. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Damn, talk about new kits. Talk about news announcements. Um, Crash funds, right? Mm -hmm. Parts funds, I guess. Um, How do you guys do it? How do you guys budget for parts and crashes? You know, do you like, do you preemptively buy parts and call it parts fun? I used to. Or do you crash and then you call it the crash fun <laughs> and you <laughs> buy the parts that you need? That's what I do now. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I've sort of changed my mind on, like I used to, when I had a kid, I would try to stock a whole bunch of parts for it. So that if I crashed on, you know, Saturday that I could fix it and be fine a couple of days later. Uh-huh. But then I soon discovered that no matter how many things I stock, you never yep. have the parts you need. Yep. And then I would end up selling an airframe or something and have $300 worth of parts that are worth like 50 bucks because uh-huh. nobody will pay anything for parts you know yeah, yeah, unless they just need this well. one specific thing or whatever right so i've kind of tried to quit doing that and i'll just buy stuff i need with the exception uh-huh. of something i absolutely know that i'll use like skids you know Blades. you botch an auto and break the skids you know you're uh-huh. gonna need those yep. maybe a boom or you know a set of links just very very minimal type stuff that you could have a tip over or something and break a link or something and need that but a full yeah. crash, I, I don't even try to stock stuff for that anymore. Yeah, like side frames and things like that? Yeah, no, no, no. 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 <clears throat> I think um, for me, it definitely pivoted that way. You know, at first. And, and I, I well, have to uh, make a disclaimer, though. Sorry? No, go. You may be heading the same way I'm thinking. I, I do have to make a disclaimer for the smaller helis, like the OMP stuff. I actually stocked up on a lot of parts. <laughs> okay. First of all, it's super cheap. Right. Um, and second right. of all, like, it's something you plan on weekday. crashing three yeah. times a week. Yes. After the first flight and the next six consecutive flights after that on the M2, I knew that I needed a lot of parts. Right. Um, I was, I was going to say, mm-hmm. you like I, we have multiple helicopters. Yes, and that's the second part. That's the part I was going to okay. go to next, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. If you only had one or maybe even two, say you had two 700s and those were your helis, mm-hmm. yeah. it might make sense to stock more parts. Yep. Because, I mean, if you if you put it in or put them one in or both in on a weekend, you're it's absolutely not down. You. Yeah. Right. It's not going to ground you for the next weekend if you only have those two, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. So... Um, yeah, so that's, that's the second thing, right? So yes, with the small helis, I buy a lot of parts because they're cheap and I know I'm going to crash and with this, this, you know, the, the review I'm doing, I'm really going to try to push these helis, you know, um, durability wise, right? Like how many times can you fix it before it just doesn't fly right? Right. (laughs) Um, but beyond that, the bigger helis, right? And this is the part that you mentioned is that I have... Six seven hundreds or five seven hundreds now. I mean, if you count Ian's, I have you know eight. <laughs> but no, but realistically, right? Like yeah. I have the black nitro, I have the black thunder. You know, I have a, a Kraken nitro. I have you know the raw 
um, my gasser, 700. So I have quite mm-hmm. a bit of 700s. I have two 580s, right? So I have a decent amount of helicopters that if I crash two, even three, like I have other helis I can fly that next weekend. Right. While I'm waiting for the parts to come in. Right. Or you're stop, not, like you're not down and out. Like you still yeah. have stuff to fly. Yeah. I think it's definitely different. Like Ian right now, I'm going to kind of put you on the spot because I have all your helis except for what the 470 and, and your 420 you're building. Yep. Um, you know, like for you right now, I probably beat stocking parts <laughs> for that 470 just because, you know, you know what's going to break. You know what, you know, what you're going to have to replace, like spindles and main shafts and things like that. And, oh, yeah. And like it's your only heli. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I do need to get another set of blades for it. But it's like, you know, I thought I had a decent, you know, amount of parts for it until, mm-hmm. you know, until we collided and I needed a new main shaft and everything, like everything for the main shaft assembly was pretty much gone. <laughs> I mean, the only thing that was actually salvageable was bearing blocks and the tail pulley. Everything else was gone. I wasn't even expecting that one. Man, when I have a good flying helicopter and I'm in combat, man, oof, I am dangerous, huh? Oh, man, you're lethal. As as kind of a side tangent here, what do you think are parts, like in Ian's case, for example, with the 470, what would you stock? Um, For me, it'd definitely be your your shafts, main shaft, feathering shaft, tail shaft. Um, maybe a grip or two, you know, yep. um, definitely boom. Dead, not the boom. Yeah. Belt, boom. Skids. The belt, skids. Like blades, those of course. Bearings. Blades. Yeah. I would say most bearings is bearings. one thing that I will always keep for a heli, even if I'm not I stocking have, parts. Cause I, yeah, I buy them I bought so about many. a 10 <laughs> pack, you know? Yep. 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 Exactly. Um, that's definitely bearings, you know? Less on the radial bearings. I think more on the thrust bearings on the head. I feel like go quicker. No, I lose radials like every really? crash. Mm. Well, not every crash, but most crashes. Mm. I mean, they're not yeah. bad, but you can feel them. So yeah, cost um, a couple dollars to replace them. Yeah, definitely boom and skids. You know, tail fins, depending on the model. If if you're if it's prone to breaking a lot, links, servo arms, servo arms and links. Several gears, um, depending what what size that four seventy. So those are micros. Yeah. yeah, I would I would stock a couple of them. You know, it depends. Like if that's my only heli, and like I'm not budgeting for the next new fucking seven hundred that's coming out, um, I would stock up on parts. You know, back when I was just flying my Goblin seven hundred, like the Black Thunder Black Nitro combo, like the my quote brothers or twins, those. They they're very common parts, so I stocked a whole bunch of them. Right. Like I have tons yep. of landing skids, you know, and I have tons of bearings for them and dampeners, and um, I have a complete head sys, you know, head like and swash I could use, you know. Yeah, um, that's a great thing about having helicopters yeah. that use the same stuff. Yep. Um, but now I come to realize, like I've used the parts that are useful in a crash. Most of the time, right? Like the more similar crashes that when I do like have a little oops moment or it grows in and I'm like, shit, I don't have that part. Yeah. <laughs> so I still got to order parts, you know, even though I have oh, this yeah. big box of parts. Um, so I don't know. 
thinking here. What else? Um, you guys well, good on it, crashes and parts funds or? I try to stock up with what I can. I mean, as far as my budget, you know, for like, I don't know, for like my uh, my six thirty or the seven hundred. It's like uh, I ended up decommissioning the the six thirty because parts were going to be a little hard to get for it. You know, especially how yeah, you have to upgrade it, it out, right? Yeah, and like the one of the main reasons why I went to the to this you know the 700 drake was because you know side frames are going to be like 20 some odd bucks so it's like i didn't really stock up a whole lot of parts on that one mm-hmm. i've got i've got you know a spare set of blades but if that thing you know did a blade strike toward the ground or whatever it's it's going to be out for the count i don't i mean my thing with that one it's like if i Kind of like the 470, even if I did crash it, I would still have to go to the hobby shop for something. You know, it, it just never fails that, you know, it's that one or two parts that you didn't expect to break or bend mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's easy to stock common things that you know you're going to break. It's, I think it definitely comes in handy when you've had a kit for a very long time and you know, yeah. like. Right, after you've been what, through multiple crashes. Yeah. You know, kind of like what's going to break and what, you know, what's going to be like a, you know, normal crash. What's going to be like maintenance down the road because of a crash, right? Like there's a lot of times I don't replace bearings on a crash, but I will replace it for that one. It's like when it induces a wobble or, you know, something doesn't feel right. So it's, I don't know. It's interesting, you know? Absolutely. Um, what about like when, now this could kind of go crash funds or parts funds, but also like when you find great deals and kind of spur the moment things, you know, how does that kind of play into funding this, this hobby or budgeting? Oh, like uh, how there's always great deals on Facebook and there's never any money in my wallet at the time <laughs> of the great deal. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's been me many times, but there's been a few deals that I ended up, you know, just going ahead and was able to pull it off. You know how you get the best deals on things? Oh. It has to be something that you don't need or don't want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if there's something I really want, and this applies not just in the hobby, but in everything, you know, farm related, personal related. If I really want something no deals to be had anywhere. Mm-hmm. If I don't need it or don't want it, somebody offers you something and you just lowball them or something. Cause you don't even want it. You, <laughs> They're you, like, yep. You, you, yep. Every time, everything I've ever bought for like a killer deal is something I didn't want or need or wasn't even really thinking about, but it's just, it's such a good deal. You can't really pass it up. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, a lot of times for me though, like Facebook stuff, especially, I always end up too late, too late for the deals. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't ever really get good deals there. Yeah, yeah, it would have to be like online, you know. And I've I've gotten some good deals on like you know eBay and stuff for not really RC stuff, but more you know car stuff and other hobbies. But yeah, yeah. it's hard. I've bought- it's hard. The first two kits, like kit helis I, I bought and built, were new in the box, used kits. 
uh, from Heli Freak that I wasn't like super interested in that particular thing. I was like, mm-hmm. you know, I saw them on there try. for a week, week and a half, two weeks. I'm like, all from 20% less than they're asking. And they're like, yeah, that's the first reasonable offer I've got. It's like, well, like shit, it. I guess I just bought a kit. <laughs> that happened twice when I first got into it. Huh. Nice. Okay. Anyone have anything else to add? No. It's always it's always good to uh, at least make a decent offer, you know. You know, if, the, if something does catch your eye and it seems to be yeah. like a fairly good deal, doesn't Let, always let's talk about to... that for a little bit. Yes. So, you know, when when you do see something, and especially what Andy mentioned that you saw, like usually on the forums or something, they'll repost, repost, repost. Even on Facebook, they'll repost, trying to you know catch a buyer, and it's been on for a couple of weeks. You know, you said twenty percent, like yeah, twenty guys really twenty percent. I mean, depending on what it is, maybe even twenty five percent below what they're asking yeah. is a yeah. reasonable offer. And I, I think I may be in the minority here, just the way he was brought up, um, trading, bargaining type of deal. Mm-hmm. I would expect you to come back with a, either take it or say no, but. I might take this, you know, somewhere in the yeah. middle. Yeah. Um, it seems like nowadays people are offended if you mm-hmm. offer anything less than they're asking. And yeah. I understand like when you're trying to sell something for 200 bucks and somebody says they'll give you 50 for it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that makes sense. But if you've got something for 200 bucks and a guy offers you 180, why wouldn't you say, I can't do that, but. I can take 190 or one, even 195 or whatever, just politely say, no, I really can't do that. Why would you be completely offended that somebody like made you a reasonable offer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't understand that. I mean, has that happened to you a lot? Uh, No, I just see posts here and there about people bitching about yeah. people not wanting to pay the asking price for stuff. I'm like, I mean, that's not how it works with buying and selling yeah, anything would, else in the real world. So I don't know. Right, right. Like You don't go to the car dealership and pay the sticker price. I mean, not if you're smart. I mean, maybe some people do. Well, they probably should. They don't want to be a fence, though. Right? They don't want don't to know. offend the car dealer, the salesperson. I, I by don't offering know. I, don't, I can't less. see anybody being that stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I have a feeling a lot of people would just like, that's a good deal, or that's the car I want. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You're wasting a lot of money if that's the case. I mean, or you're putting a lot of money into their pockets, you know? I mean, it's it could be waste, but I mean, yes, it definitely is waste, but... Um, I mean, that's just an example, is what I'm yeah. saying. And especially like swap meet situations, use stuff. Mm. Yeah, uh, you always got to offer below. Yes, and now, if if I'm selling something, somebody offers me something, then you know you either accept it or meet in the middle or or don't accept it. I would never be offended if, unless I mean, and I'm not talking about these low ball. You know, no, no, I give you twenty just, bucks for something worth a hundred. I'm not talking about that. Yeah, no, no, yeah. You know, I the way I look at it, if there if if someone, if I'm selling something, and someone's asking like, I don't know, 
say like two hundred dollars and they want to, I don't know, thirty dollars, forty dollars off, or maybe twenty bucks, but I do the, you know, I pay the PayPal fees or shipping or something like that, or you know, vice versa. Yeah, yeah. You know, like whatever bargain, like. Well, it opens a discussion. Right. Say, and I, well, think it I can't do that, but I could split right? the fee with you or this or that. I mean, it, then you right. you start working out the details. Yeah. But, oh, I, but I, would, I don't know, like how people, I don't understand that, I guess the folks you're talking about presume that like when they're selling their used item, even if it's new, they're like secondhand item, right? Mm-hmm. To you with like without the common ground of like okay we're gonna barter a little like it's gonna we're gonna negotiate just a little right. and if if you don't want to negotiate then you say you don't want to and that's it like i don't know why people get hurt from it you know yeah. like and maybe i mean i've just seen this on forums and facebook mm-hmm. multiple times people yeah. trying to sell something and bitching and moaning about it so it may not be as common as i'm thinking I do remember seeing it on forums a lot and like buy and sell threads, you know? Yeah. I mean, I have be like, yeah, really. Yeah. I have seen things that, you know, they were posted like way overpriced. I mean, well, yeah. If someone wants something like used, but at new prices, mm -hmm. I mean, you offer the used price, right? (laughs) If they don't like it, then. Yeah. You got to, yeah, that's there was there was a local guy here in the club on the Facebook thing was trying to sell real flight version three point five with the interlink controller for like a hundred bucks. Oh my gosh. It might have Ouch. been eighty bucks. Even then. But you can buy you can buy the brand new one for what, like a hundred and twenty or well it's probably yeah. a little more than that with the interlink. But it's like, one fifty. Dude, that's so outdated you can't even Go but, online or do anything. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. no point. No Some point. people think this old RC crap is worth a lot more than it is. You know, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, before we get <laughs> off of the, the bargaining and stuff, uh-huh. multiple times I've had, you know, friends or something give me a price for something that was just, you know, half price. And you yeah. just, yeah, absolutely. You know, Here's the money. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is it's not 100% always a barter deal, a bargaining type of deal. Uh-huh. But if it's someone you don't know and it's an online and they're posting something for sale, it doesn't hurt to ask. And that's the thing. I think we're all human here, right? Like, we, we it, why it shouldn't hurt to ask? Like, ask. Yeah. <laughs> worst they could say is no and or say like you know go fuck off or something yeah. like, okay. there's a, a friend of uh of ours had some airframes he was selling he gave me a price and i actually give him more than he's asking because like no that's not even close to fair <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i doubled it actually so nice. you know i still try to be fair yeah yeah Awesome. Okay. Anything else? Shall we move it on? Let's move on. Yeah, let's move it on. Moving on, then. Planker segment. Oh, boy. Got another one on Rewind. Rewind? Rewind. (laughs) What? Rewind? (laughs) Oh, jeez. I can't speak. Yeah. 
Planker, the Ian Joel Tapes. The Planker Channel has procured recordings of the Freefall RC Podcast new Facebook manager. What you're about to hear has never been played in public before. None of these recordings have been released to the public until now. First up, the Planker Channel has the sex tapes. Yes, Mr. Joel was court-ordered to attend sex addiction classes. These are the recordings of the head counselor interviewing Mr. Joel. Oh, boy. <laughs> Ian, how was your fixation on masturbation? When I started, was much easier. It lost its fun a little quickly. Uh, now, your caseworker tells me you've been using objects, different objects, to satisfy yourself. It's like, why not? All right, now, tell me about the <laughs> loaf of bread. Oh, jeez. Did you climax? Oh, yeah, most definitely. I, I haven't really put, like, any super load on it or anything like that. <laughs> now, tell me about the watermelon. Oh, boy. Beat the hell out of it. Tell me, tell me how you feel about your visit to the hospital with your penis uh, stuck in a bowling ball. Oh, man. Um, yeah, that one was really, really hard. Were you there uh, when I uh, put it in? Now, our nurse says there's evidence, <laughs> there's physical evidence of uh, stuff getting put in the rear. Yo, strap on. Thumb just seemed to really feel better. The other thing the counselor talked to me about before you came in was your experimentation with using um, pieces of prime beef to jerk off into. It just seems a little more natural. It's like I've even tried wrapping, you know, wrapping them with that, uh, with vinyl, and it just it just doesn't really pop to me very well. But it was probably the best 50 bucks I ever spent. Any comments that you'd like to put on record, Mr. Joel? My mom. She's always telling me there's something wrong with me. Plankers, welcome to Guess That Sound, edition two. First up, see if you can tell us who this is and what they're doing. Whoa, not really, no. That is George Baker preparing the runway. How about this one here? That's what Steve's thinking while he listens to a Planker episode. How about this one How here? You know? Who is this and what are they doing? <laughs> That's Andy Ross working on his Oxy 5. How about this one here? <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
That's Mr. 3D Print Kevin. How about this? What do you think this is? That's the planker working on a helicopter. How about this? <laughs> That's the planker working on a planker. Here's one I don't think you can guess. What do you think this is? I remember this. And that's Steve avoiding the planker's calls for technical assistance. Here is one that's a little bit harder than the others. What do you think this is? That's Andy Ross walking past the mirror. Okay, try this one. Every day. That's Kevin preparing for Discord night with his mixer. Alright, here's one. Try this one. What's this? What do you think this is? That's Andy Ross again doing more work on his Oxy 5. <laughs> Alright, this should be an easy one. What do you think this is? That's George Baker again working on the runway. This time with a weed whacker. Let's round it up with this one. This one's a little easier than the rest. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. What do we got? That's what the UPS guy has to deal with when he shows up at the Yun house. channel has not been able to determine what law enforcement agency conducted these interviews or what the charges may have been. Mr. Joel? Alright, listen, buddy. We found your crack stash, and we have witnesses. It's that bad, huh? Sir, you realize you stink? When's the last time you showered? Good couple months. This is serious. 
I'm not going to cry. How long have you been at this? For as long as I could remember, you know, I was interested in it. Oh, geez, probably about a couple years at least. My next phone call is going to be to the free fall fellas. They need to understand who they're dealing with. <laughs> Ian Joel. Hey, what's up, y'all? So let's kind of talk about some some Facebook stuff, some memes. Oh boy. Yeah. What you, what got you started in that? And well, just haven't really decided w- what I should do because uh, I am really considering my attention span was worse than a parakeet. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> I, um, I it's just uh, lately I just don't feel like yo. Well. Facebook. Um, uh, uh, oh man. Um, <laughs> what your country can do for you. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Hmm. All right. Ouch, my pride. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> uh, let's see. What do we got next year? Oh, yeah. News and announcements. News. And? Announcements. We actually have some this week. Yeah. Pretty proud of myself. Nice. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, no, seven topics. Mm. I, can't, seven. I can't count. <laughs> I, I missed that day in elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> First up on the list, new goblin raw canopies. Yes. Uh, a few Love weeks ago, it. we talked about all the different colors. Now they have different colors and designs. They look uh-huh. pretty sweet. Yes. I see one that's got Steve's name written all over it. The one on Already the right ordered. in this picture. Oh, really? I, <laughs> yes. I knew well, As soon as I saw that, I was like, there's Steve's. It's orange yep. and it's kind of got like the, the Kraken-y sort of black and white design with the mm-hmm. orange background. Yes, it looks good. I like it. Someone that um, Kyle Stacy had on his heli too. Nice. Yeah, it looks cool. I like this uh, blue and pink one. The design on it, I think, is cool looking. It's kind of yeah, a, with like the stripes and stuff. Sort of right? a stripe white. It's not really a spider web, but it's kind of thin pinstripey mm-hmm. designs. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That pink one would. Actually, show up really, really oh, good. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure that would show up the best. Yeah. So check those out if you have a raw and you want a different canopy. Very, very customizable now. Yeah. Is there more different colors and canopies for this than any other model they've had? Like from the factory? Yes. From the factory, like usually they'll have like a couple sets, like maybe three color schemes mm-hmm. um, per model. But 
like if even if you took like the Black Thunder series and like you did the you know, Black Thunder Sport and, and like, the Drake and the Havoc, right? Like those are all characters. I would still think that this had the most. Yeah. For one model. And I like that they're got, releasing what, it. Five you know? solid colors and then four designs. Different ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So nice. All right. What else we got all here? Right. Uh Global Three D cancelled again. Oh no. Yep. Oh. They delayed the decision as long as possible, but decided to go ahead and call it and they canceled it. Have to hit it again in twenty twenty two next year. Kind of a bummer. Mm. It is what it is. Yep. Alright. Some good news. Excel Power has released a update to the Protos 380 Evo. Now they have a V2. And they, nice. they changed the servo layout for easier maintenance and probably better mechanically as well. They don't say that, but they went from the, the Protos 380 had two servos like side by side with mm-hmm. one arm going to the right side, one arm going to the left. And yeah, very kind of, similar to like the Oxy Hellies. Yes, exactly like the Oxy, actually. Mm-hmm. It was a real bitch to get the servo arms on and off and yep. get the servos mounted, kind of. Yep. Yep. If you like had to change gear sets, it'd be a pain in the butt. Yeah. Know, or so servo horns. They've changed that around with a new metal servo frame deal. Mm-hmm. And change it to the 120 degree spacing, so the servos yes. go around it more of a like a traditional style where they're facing out at 120 degrees. Yep. And you should get better geometry with that as well. I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Your travel is more even, right? With and, the um, the angle you want to move it at. Right. So. I think so. And mm-hmm. they have a 1.5 millimeter full carbon frame. Nice. Also. And I've spoke about this in the review, but that XL Power Carbon is maybe second stuff, to none. Huh? It's really, really nice stuff. Give them credit where it's due. Yeah. So check that out. It's a I've uh, I had one flying. I actually bought another one. Never put it together. I didn't have the Evo version. I had the aluminum boom, but mm-hmm. these are very, very, very good flying 380 helicopters. Nice. Check those out. We've talked right. about the Max Fly Barless unit. Mm-hmm. They released a, a notice a while back saying that they're going to be offering the Jetty X Bus protocol soon. Yeah. Before to use Jetty, you had to use S Bus or the U, UDI data. Uh, okay. Soon you'll be able to use the the Jetty X-Bus, the native one. That's their native, yeah. So mm-hmm. that'll be cool. We'll have to nice. keep our eye on this Max thing, you know. It it may mm-hmm. be something. Yeah, I know Rob um, and Devin been flying it. Yeah, so. yeah uh, Luca with OxyHeli has kind of been promoting this and yep. doing stuff with it. So Yeah, so you'll see a lot of their team pilots mm-hmm. switching over, giving it a try. Yeah. Give it time to to get the bugs worked out, but it, you know, it could be mm-hmm. a contender. 
Yeah. Sure. Cool. Um, next up on the list is a new set of upgraded landing gear for the XL Power Spectre 700. If you remember yes. when I did the review on that, I thought mm-hmm. the landing gear were a little bit too small. They were kind of narrow and too brittle. Brittle, the plastic, yes. So it looks like they may have addressed some of those issues. Mm-hmm. This is a lower profile landing well, much gear, wider. but it's wider. Yes. And supposedly it's a new material, which should be stronger. So Nice. I mean, you know, Protos was huge for Gorilla Gears, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think these are probably as flexible and bouncy, but, no. you know, I'm sure they can They need to take some of that formula, you yeah, know? Yeah, they need some of that Gorilla Gear plastic in a traditional yeah. mount like this. It's thicker. Yes. Because um, those Gorilla Gear were were terrible and the greatest thing ever, both at the right. same time. Yeah, you rarely had to replace gears, landing gears, but I they, could pancake that model yeah. in at an yes. auto from a hundred feet, smash it on the ground, break the entire helicopter, and the landing gear Put would the be gears perfect yep. <laughs> every time. Perfect. Oh, yep. However, so I had to. Bad. I had some mods I did, you know, to kind of stiffen them up and make them, so don't you know, pretty decent. But if you just yeah. run them straight out of the box, they were kind of shitty. Yeah. So yeah. I got to get a set of these and try them out because I kind of like a little bit wider stance because, you know, I like to come in auto and milk yeah, them right. and do sliding autos and all that kind of stuff. Sure. So a wider stance is better for me. Nice. Check those out. What else we got? Um, yes. Our buddy uh, Augie Copter has got a new yeah. product with his X-Guard RC product line. Mm-hmm. He has a... RPM super sensor kit. Yeah. Nice. And he has added some stuff to it's your normal RPM sensor. Like you would use on a, a fuel model. Mm-hmm. He added some circuitry to eliminate yeah. electrostatic discharges and a buffer circuit to prevent false pulse signals from like a metal fan or something. Um, nice. So, Yeah. Check that out. I mean, I'm sure it's a good product if he put designed it. He's a pretty smart dude. Yeah. You can look at it on xguardrc.com. Sells for $27.95, which is a bit expensive for a sensor. But it is. You're but getting it comes these with other features too. with it too. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. And beyond that, it comes with like the mounting kit and stuff. Yeah, like it's, it's not just a sensor. Yeah, that's true. Know. It comes with, uh, I believe, two magnets. The, the mount and everything you need. The screws and stuff, yep. I think what also is nice that, um, you know, because it has that smart circuitry in it, it's, it's cool. Like, it's not just a sensor with the lead soldered on like the ones I made, you know. Right. It's, it's actually like the sensor is built into the board and everything. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. It looks, you know. Yeah, sure, like cool. I said, I'm sure it works, works well. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of options available right now. Like I know oh. most people are making their own, which probably yep. make for what, like a dollar. Not even. But then you got to come up with a mounting thing and stuff, so it's it's not hardly as simple as you think. Yeah. Um, Depending on the heli, it's, it's, it's pretty 
yeah, it was pretty simple in the Black Knight show, but yeah. Um it is cost effective, but like I do like sporting a hobby, so like I've traditionally bought the the Spectrum backplate or yeah, the uh yeah. more recently the Spartans, you know. Right, right. This is cool. I might I might give one of these just a try anyways, you know. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Cool. What else do we have here? Uh announcement. I just saw it tonight from Kerry Shirley. And the TRM engines are back in production, and he has the 310 SE in stock now. Nice. Yep. Right on. Those are good engines. Mm-hmm. You awesome. can go to gas-powered helicopters and check them out. That's gas-powered-helicopters.com. Mm-hmm. Support carry. He's... One of the good, good guys in the hobby. Yeah, and Toxic Al, right? You know. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's good to hear that he's back up and running now. Yep, he's got his shop back in production and working on those engines. That is cool. I hope I hope he's training somebody like an apprentice or something. Mm. Yeah. Can't let these, can't let these uh, gentlemen that's been doing this for years to fade away without passing on that knowledge yes totally this is the type of knowledge you gain over you know 40 50 years of doing this type of thing freaking freaking hattori pipes man yep prime example right there yep yeah Hmm. maybe i should retire move to florida learn how to build engines (laughs) actually kevin's already going let's just send him over there yeah yeah (laughs) and and he's smart enough he can do all those electrical oh yeah he could figure it out Definitely learn to do some yeah, balancing absolutely. and machining. Yeah, awesome. So, Kevin, we found him a new job building There engines. you go. He can retire early and say F you to his current job. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, we'd be doing him a big favor. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me, awesome. the only, the pro- only thing is he can't get drunk and forget all this knowledge that he's getting instilled mm. in him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Is that it? Or we got anything I else? I think that's it. Is that not enough? That is. That's quite the list we have here. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to what's next for you in the hobby. What's next for me? Yeah, Andy. What's next for you? I got to do some battery testing. I got to mm. do some more flying, maybe, possibly, this weekend. Maybe. <laughs> Give me another week to catch up. Possibly. <laughs> no. <laughs> that ain't happening. No, once you made it a competition, <laughs> no. Now you just gave me a reason to go get flights even if I don't want to. Nice. I can't get Steve. I can't let Steve catch up. All right. 20 <laughs> flights today. I am going to I am gonna try to get these batteries at least one flight a day per pack. Yeah. Nice. That'd be three flights a day. Yep. That's... Uh, uh, that's something I'm looking forward to is um, mm-hmm. start doing doing cycles on these new packs, testing them out. Yes. I haven't started that yet because we've been kind of collecting preliminary data and stuff. So soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I mean, I've only gotten a couple flights on the one pack. Ooh, almost slipped there. And, <laughs> um, and yeah, and the other two are just sitting there fresh off the last, you know, nice. um, cycle on the charger. So. Yep, cool. Yeah, ready to go. 
Nice. Uh, yeah. I guess I, I'll go next time. Yeah, you go. Yeah. Get some flights on the roll. Get some cycles on these packs. Sweet. You know? Um, yeah. What about you, Ian? Um, well, going to order more parts as usual. Got to order a few more things just to get the the Goblin 420 up and flying. Hopefully get that made in some time here in the next week or two. Have to tear apart the the head on the 470 to kind of see what's going on with that one. Again, it's it's a it's supposed to rain for like another three or four more days, and then till the w- weather finally shapes up. So it's like that's not really going to be a big hurry. Um, and of course, as always, I'll be on Discord and simming. That's about all I've got going on. I got to sim more. Yeah, you should. Yeah. One thing I've noticed in my flying is um, I'm getting very comfortable with the first half of a pyro flip, like as far as do more than just a half pyro, like coming basically nose in or further, um, or slow pyro flipping. So I feel like it's starting to click as far as getting upright to invert it and doing a stir and following the helicopter, following the tail and the nose around. Um, uh, obviously they're going the other way. I'm still like, uh, half pure flip back that way because I'm comfortable <laughs> doing that one. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah. So I feel like if I can just keep practicing that, I'll, I'll eventually get it where I can really get a grasp on pure flipping, you know, continuously. Yeah. I feel uh, like that's... it. I feel it. I'm right there, man. You know, it, it, it's tough. You know, everybody's like telling me, yeah, you need to go ahead and start the stir and then like, you're kind of focusing on, you know, trying to make the stir movements and then trying to focus on what the hell he's doing. And it's just, it's hard to keep track of both. Yeah. Yeah. Don't focus so much. You forget about that left stick though. That'll get yeah. you in trouble quickly. Yeah. Especially oh, yeah. if your timing goes off on when to get negative and positive. I've almost crashed doing that. It's like you start getting a stir and it's like, Oh, this is working great. Oh shit! I forgot to add negative or positive. Yeah, just kind of sitting there right. mid stick, just <laughs> slowly drifting to the ground. Nice, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, but I mean, I'm really kind of mind blown on you know how much like just doing a half, you know, the half pyros mm-hmm. has kind of just really Have you been able to really understand what you're doing and like break it down and do Mobius flips from there. Yeah, I'm actually able to do Mobiuses now. I haven't done that you know, with anything, you know, in real life yet, yeah. but it, it's like, I can turn on the simulator right now and just start doing Mobiuses. I mean, it's just, it, it I don't know. It's kind of hard for me to explain it, but it's just like, kind of like doing the half heroes, but it's more, I'm, I'm kind of sideways and then just start flipping into it. I don't know. It's kind of hard for me to just mentally and, you know, oh talk my God. about it. Talking yeah. about watching someone do pure flips. Um, I'm not gonna name his name. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna name him. But this was a couple of weeks ago. I was flying with a couple of friends, and he was trying pure flips in real life for the first time. And he's done on a sim, you know. Who, what he tells me is quite proficiently. So, but he initiated while the helicopter was side in. I've never seen anyone initiate a pure flip that way. That I couldn't make sense of the pure flip. Like I didn't know, like what the hit to like go where with like if i was flying it i just i was lost and then they're kind of the same difference no matter which way you are when you start it though yeah but it i think because 
one of the things is traditionally shouldn't matter. Everyone is like, usually a lot of people start to peer flipping like tail passes them. As soon as the tail passes them, they initiate front flip, right? Yeah. This person was doing it when the tail was so it was nose left, tail right, but he he was hitting down first, so he was doing a back flip, initiating a peer flip mm. instead, of, instead of a forward flip. So like it just looked so weird, and you know it was like kind of moving and kind of dropping out of the sky. But you know he was catching it, and he was like back to hovering, right? Um, but oh my god, it looked so weird. I just I I just was like the question marks popping out of my head. Like, what am I looking at here? It's hero flip, but I don't understand. Actually, yeah, but that's actually brilliant because if he learns it that way, then it'll be unique. Everybody else will be like, Very what unique. the hell is that? Yeah, but yeah. That makes me want to try pat. it on the simulator. Oh, my God. It was the weirdest thing. This guy's it, a freaking genius. He's going to learn it different than everyone else, so it'll look cooler. I know. I wonder if he – I mean, I know he listens to the show, so I wonder. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to try this on the simulator. I bet you it's going to be ugly if I try it. Oh, it's going to be an instant crash. Oh, I guarantee it is. <laughs> it's the right to the dirt. No, but – um. Yeah, That's the sorry, great thing about it. the simulator. You can fly like you got a budget of, uh, you know, Tarek Al-Sadi. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, just hit the button and restart. A lot of times, I don't even think he pays for things. I think he they just, like, manufacturers, like, here, fly this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> break make it a if video. you can. Try to break it, yeah. Make a video. We want to see 100%. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Is that it, then? Shall we move it on? What do we got next? Listener pipeline. Let me check. I don't think we have any. While he checks, someone should call us at 973-936-8936. We have no new voicemail. All right. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. All right, get that button ready again. So let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Facebook likes. We are at 1,248. That's plus zero new likes. Oh, man. <laughs> because we don't have Kevin. That's what it is. As soon as Kevin like leaves, the show Kevin. goes to shit. Yep. It really does. He's the glue. <laughs> <laughs> people are like i'm not listening to that shit without kevin there i know i know and i mean uh, do you blame them though really i don't they don't i don't i don't even want to do anymore come on I, just... I didn't even want to listen to it when i was trying to edit it I was like, oh well, my kevin's gosh. not here i don't even know sucks. how you did it yeah. yeah it sucked oh my god Must have done surely it i'm not speech. that bad well you're no kevin mm. uh, yeah that's very true none of us are not even close Damn it, Kevin, where are you? <laughs> I need to take some vacation time, huh? Yes. All right. Do it. Yeah. Don't you have like 57 weeks piled up? I know. But there's nowhere to go. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Saving it for the fun flies. <laughs> yeah, that's smart too, actually. I do need to take a week off. Got the uh, in-laws coming in. Just take a week a off week. and go to the field every day. Mm-hmm. Then you could catch me. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm going to catch up. I'm, I'm, you I'm, prob- gonna- I'm sure you will because I'll start planting and I won't fly for like a month and you'll catch yeah. me. I'm going to try this thing. So I'm going to I'm gonna try charging up three packs of the raw 
and raw and just my transmitter and go right to the high school, which is less than a two minute drive. I could walk there if I wanted to. Yeah. Okay, cool. Try it. And try to at least just get three flights a day at five o'clock or five thirty. If you, you can know. get good flights, hopefully with without yeah, some I mean, asshole coming and bothering you or yeah. something. That'll be the yeah. problem. Yeah, we'll see. I just have to see when the school's out, right? I gotta make sure there's not a lot of people there. So I don't wanna yeah, like you said, I don't yeah, want people tr- to come yeah, up and yeah, 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 true. talk talk to me at all <laughs> to no. be honest right so um all right cool i don't think i, I don't want to do any more rap <laughs> you could just put a shirt on that says i have covid leave me alone <laughs> mm. just start coughing and hacking when they come near you that would be perfect <laughs> nobody will want to get close to you yeah <laughs> all right uh you guys want to do the rest of the wrap-up Sure. We only have one Facebook comment. All right. What do we got? Last week show, episode 266, self-storage. Craig Uh Carter commented, great show, guys. I just thought I was the only one who stored stuff in random places and in plastic boxes. No, (laughs) Craig, you are. You're among friends. (laughs) Yeah, you fit right in with us. Yeah. Oh, yes. (laughs) That awesome. is all I saw on Facebook. All right. Uh, do we have any visitor posts? I think uh, we do, actually. We do. All right. What do we have here? Chris Breams. Boom. The tail is moving like, whoa. I don't get it. Where is it? Oh, yeah. It's moving? I don't know. It's a video. Yeah. This is a, a plane he's built from scratch, I think. Mm-hmm. Or built from a kid, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go from a kit, but it's balsa kit. Right. Looks good. Tail's moving. Cool. Got it all hooked up. Can't wait to see it fly. All right. Um, website comments. We have no website comments. I'm telling you, because Kevin's not here, man. No one I even know, cares. I know, I know. You should check Poppy, and I bet we have like three downloads for the last uh, episode. Probably us three. <laughs> Probably. Oh, man. We need Kevin back ASAP. Can't do this to us. Not two weeks in a row. No. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Uh, people Podbean. Yes, we have Podbean comment. Podbean comments. Okay. Only two of them, though. Wait, <laughs> let me cue this music up because you're going to need it. All right. Cue it up. All right. Three days ago, Gray Eagle Jr. Store, shopping, store, housing, store, wealth, store, knowledge. Store at the Dr. Miata housing complexity. Nesting to get testing, vesting, zesty, fully <laughs> clean. Soaps, essential workers, full oil pup. Uh. Nesting, testing, vesting, zesty, fully clean. (laughs) I love that. And then he replies, I don't know if it was a reply or just continuation. Soaps, essential workers, full oil pup, tri-flow on our desktop wallpapers, clicking the mouse, what is that? Algae, tail wag, compensation, (laughs) that gain adjustment. Fire burn airbrush technique, Bob Ross trees. Happy accidents. Happy accidents. 
Okay, Grey Eagle. Interesting as usual. Nice. All right. <laughs> there seriously yeah. has to be a method to his madness. <laughs> yeah, there is. He must have like a. He's fucking he nuts. Has, That's the yeah, method. Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah, each one of those sentences is actually a different person in his head. all right let's go uh itunes reviews do we have anything guess what we have an itunes review what hot there you go kevin we got an itunes review yeah should we save it for kevin though i I don't know um we rarely get these man these are gems you know we can save it it's about last show though Ah, oh, fuck it. Kevin was in your last show. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> this was on Friday from ESV version. It says, awesome show. Episode 266, self-storage, was a great show. Now, I don't feel so bad about bringing my batteries in the house and or putting them under my couch. <laughs> and when i finally get a nitro heli i can tell my wife that it's okay to store nitro fuel in the dining room it's what the pros do all kidding aside (laughs) you guys produce a phenomenal show thank you so much and yes it's okay to put your fuel in the dining room (laughs) i don't know if you should really put your batteries under the couch like like i said in the show don't be like me be smarter. Yeah, say often, don't do as we do. Yeah, don't, don't, yeah, do as we say, don't do as we yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah, we know what to do. We just don't do it. So don't yeah, to just because, yeah, just because we know the right thing doesn't mean <laughs> yeah. we do it. Yes. Oh, boy. And if you are like us and you don't do the right thing, well, we're all human, right? Exactly. So join the club. <laughs> all right. So. That's awesome. We got an iTunes review. That was great. Thank you again. Did it say who? Yeah, yeah. I said it. It was ESV version. ESV version. All right. Thanks, ESV version. Yeah. Okay. So drop us an iTunes review and we'll read the review on the next episode, like we did today. Emails at freefallrc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash free podcast. Check out our webpage, free, sorry, free, oh my gosh, I'm choking up. Free Fall RC Podcast, that show. Say hi to Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Flight Test Forums, off the field, audio and video production. Other than Flight Test Podcast, Free Fall RC Podcast, say hi to David Hill, a.k.a. Hill to Fly. Hi, David Hill. Hi, Dave. All right, fellow podcasters, the Helly Heads Podcast. That is with Kevin. Mike, Dan, and Scott, and, well, and Brent. (laughs) Yeah, and sometimes Mike, really, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, I keep forgetting about that. (laughs) Just busting your chops. All right, Telerotor Podcast. That is with two Mikes, a Rich, and a Robert. Gosh, why don't you make up your own way of saying it? You're not Kevin. Stop. I know. I know. I know. (laughs) All right. BKRC podcast. That's with Uh, Bert and Ernie. Yep. RC Roundtable. That's with Fitz, Terry, and Lee. RC After Hours. Uh, That's with Andre, right? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. That's with Andre. 
<clears throat> High voltage. With Bobby Watts. Skids up. That's with Frank, Javier, and Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually caught up on some of their podcasts. Uh, good one with the with Augie. Yeah, yeah, it was. That was a great one. Talking about the history, I just Mm -hmm. I love episodes like that when people have that that rich, deep, such a long history in the hobby. Yep, so cool. All right, Uh, what do we got here? Inverted down under. That's with Ozzy Mozzy and Jeff Smart. All right, Park Flyer Podcast. Uh, is that uh, with uh, the Morning Show? Nope. Nope. Damn it. Um, I'm kind of lost on that one. Do you know Andy? Guess. Guess who, me? No, Ian. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> That's with some some more mics and a J. Yeah, it's like a mic no, and two a J. Mic, yeah, two mics and a J. Um, Houdini RC Heli Podcast. Uh, I know one of them's Richard Spiegel, and I forget the other one, uh, Kenny. Kenny Sierra. Mr. Sierra, yeah. yeah. Uh, RC Playing Lab. That's Ron and Tom in the morning. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then there's Bill Ann's YouTube channel. Bill, 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 Bill. That's all we have to say about Bill Ann's YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, Bill, has he had anything? Has he put out anything recently? I haven't seen. I it. haven't seen anything. I don't know what he's up to. Yeah, I'm well, last last I knew, you know, he said there were six more weeks of winter. I mean, has he not come out of the hole yet? I, I think. Hey, it, uh, I think he's been gazing at the stars. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks to our listeners. Free our skies, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks, everyone. Dana Kevin. Daddy Kevin. <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk. Shit, I haven't been paying attention to this god damn it steve <laughs> i'm trying to start this shit real quick almost done you fucking fuck pay attention damn he's been hanging around shaggy too much oh, if it's shaggy i'd say you freaking fudge <laughs> yeah <laughs> the ian joel tapes oh boy yep Sounds like Ian drying his gold, his uh, red locks. <laughs> his locks, yeah. My little heat gun. Watch uh, his heat gun. He probably stole it from his wife. Nope, it's a Ryobi. Uh, I thought it was a Con Air. Why would his <laughs> wife have a heat gun? Little dryer. No, blow dryer won't do heat shrink, bud. Not well, at least. I mean, it might, but not. Yeah, not well. Gotta get that industrial shit. 
Yeah, I've got a Harbor Freight one that does the job. Yeah, I have one like that for, I had a Harbor Freight one for like four years and then just decided not to work. And actually shorted out inside, it like sparked up and nice. smoked up. I was like, ooh, I guess I burnt this shit out. 41 flights so far. Jeez. Raw. Nice. Very nice. <coughs> the. <laughs> yeah, when you say 41 times uh, on the recording, just hit that button like 41 times. Oh, jeez. People will be checking their photos like, something fucking up? Yeah, I know, right? The record's giving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so wait, what do we call this episode? Funding alleys? Funding? I, saw, I don't know. Just make up. You're the name guy. Make up uh, something. Funding fun. To, to do. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, I like that. Yeah. Go, go with it, dude. All right, that's what it is. I figured he'd do like a. Coming to you live from the cat craps table. <laughs> no, it's like I listened to the show that I wasn't there and it sucks. Uh, oh. A bunch of stuff like that. But then he called back again. He said, actually, I listened to the one of the ones where I was there and it sucked even more. So <laughs> keep up the good work or something like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kevin's the best. Yeah, I see one here. Maybe he's like, no, retract it. Or maybe it was like, Google's like, nah, it's too fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a spam call or something. Nah, I don't know. I'm sure it was funny. <laughs> yeah. Drunk Kevin, very funny Kevin. For sure. <laughs> <laughs>